Here's a question. How does an ordinary person land their dream job in the sports industry immediately after graduating? Welcome to the Sports Grad Podcast, your bite-sized guide to enter the sports industry. I'm Ruben Williams. And I'm Ryan Walker. In 2017, we said goodbye to exams and hello to full-time work. This is a behind-the-scenes reveal of exactly how the best sports industry professionals in the world created careers that most only dream of. We believe every dream job in sport is worth chasing, and that's why we want to give you the tools to make it a reality. For a proven process to getting jobs in sport, download our free ebook. How to Get Jobs in Sport, The Sports Grad Method. You can get this for free at www.sportsgrad.com.au. G'day, guys. We have an outstanding piece of news for you today. One of our members, Amy Huckham, has just landed an incredible job at the Collingwood Football Club in the membership services team. Now, we are stoked for Amy, and Amy is over the moon to land this dream gig, and we want to let you in on exactly how she did it. Now, Amy is a member of our community, and so that means that she gets access to these exclusive job opportunities that come through us and live on our jobs board. Collingwood very kindly shared this opportunity with us, and so Amy grabbed hold of it, saw the opportunity, wanted to nail it. Uh, It was in the membership space, which she absolutely loves. So she then booked a call with myself to make sure that she was well prepared for the application. We went through a whole bunch of tips and tricks and gave her some takeaways to then implement. Amy took that into her application and absolutely smashed it. I believe that she got the call back on exactly the day of the interview. So well done to Amy. And Amy has been kind enough to allow us to share the recording of the coaching session that I had with her. So you're going to hear the exact same tips and tricks that I shared with her that led to her successful application right after this. Now, if you like what you hear, stick around to the end because we've got a very special discount for our podcast listeners who are interested in the membership and who want to gain the same access to job opportunities and resources that Amy has experienced. Okay, cool, cool. Um, let's start with your uh, personal bio at the start. Yeah. Um, one, one of the key things you want to do through a resume is show rather than tell. So, yeah. for example, when you show someone you can do something, it's it's backed up by an example that, that proves it. Uh, but when you tell someone, you know, you're adding your own judgment to it and making a claim that's not really verified. Yeah. So when you show as opposed to tell, everything is a lot more compelling. And so with that in mind, um, everything that you put out, try and think about, you know, am I showing or am I telling in this? So, and that will help you kind of reframe the way that you, that you write things. Um, so, for example, uh, at the start when you say, you know, those who know me best will describe me as someone who is positive, friendly, and hardworking, that's great and I'm sure that's true and I'm getting that from just meeting you now. Um, but um, I think I think the, the start is a great chance to introduce yourself as um, – or introduce why you're doing what you're doing, you know, what, yeah. what motivates you. Um, and, you know, 
if you're the type of person who goes out of your way to help others and you genuinely love making other people smile, um, that's all great as well. Um, but what what motivates you to do that in the sports industry? You know, is there an experience that you've had playing sport or being involved in sport, attending sport, where you thought this is, you know, what I'm in and around at the moment is a fantastic feeling and I want to yeah. work to, you know, generate more of that um, through my profession. So um, I think, you know, sharing things like I'm, I'm motivated by X, Y, and Z um, mm-hmm. comes across as, as more compelling because, for one, a lot of people don't actually understand why they want to work in sport. And so if you can articulate why you want to work in sport, then you're going to come across um, better than those who you're up against. And then secondly, if you can show that through an example and you might say, you know, I knew that I really wanted to work in sport because I attended, um, I don't know, the AFL grand final and my team won, you know, I go for West Coast and we scored a goal right at the end of the end of the game and um i want to be a part of the team that puts together these sort of experiences because that is a moment i'll I'll never forget and i want to create more moments like that for for people you know that that sort of storytelling behind your motivations becomes um really really compelling as i said so so show don't tell is is the first one yeah um and that, that kind of ties into your skills. So um, I prefer you to see your skills come out uh, in your experiences. So, um, so for example, things like customer service. Um, you know, I, I would probably, you know, another way that you could show exceptional customer service might be through your tasks and duties as a barista. Yeah. And some of the things that you do there. So again, like, you know, I, I can tell you I'm, I'm great at great at um uh I don't know, you know, kicking a football, or I can show you a video of me kicking a hundred goals. You know, one of them's gonna be more compelling than the other. So um I think for you, showing sh- finding ways where you can incorporate those skills sections, the skills section into your experiences is gonna not only give you more space to talk about other things. Um, yeah. but also add weight to those skills themselves. Okay. Mm. So you would completely like get rid of that skills section and just incorporate it into basically my work history where I talk about. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because a, a okay. lot of them like, um, and like a lot of, some people have massive lists of these where they just like everything comes out. And yeah. a lot, a lot of them are not going to be the main reason why you get picked for the job. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, people won't really, you know, worry about too much because they're kind of fundamental to, you know, being a, an employee. Like I, I expect you to be punctual or be able to manage your time or do those sort of things. Um, yeah. It's not something that I expect you to sell yourself on to convince me you're deserving of this role. It's kind of like, you know, this is a prerequisite. Yeah. 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 Um, whereas things like, um, you know, proving your results from some of your, from your past work, you know, that, that's the stuff that I'm more interested in, you know, how well have you been able to, um, 
you know, wait tables or make coffee, you know, do you make the best coffee in, in Melbourne? You know, that's, that's what I'm interested in, all that sort of stuff. Um, so I think your interest section is great. Um, uh, your volunteer work. So this is something that I think can be fleshed out a bit more. Yeah. And one of the one thing I'll get to you to, or one thing that I think is important to keep in mind is that um, don't feel like you have to separate your work history, what you get paid for, from your voluntary work. Mm-hmm. And if you go onto if you go onto LinkedIn, in your LinkedIn profile, it'll have experience, and everything you've got there will be listed underneath. And it doesn't say paid experience. It doesn't say you know volunteer experience. It just says experience. Yeah. And so what that means is that, you know, you can take the same heading and chuck it on your resume and just write experience. These are the things I've got experience in. And that's where you can include things like what you've done at the Carlton Football Club, what you've done at Melbourne City um, and Greenvale, because a lot of them are going to be more compelling to getting a job in sport than some of the other work history that you've got there at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know, like, from having spoken to uh, Eliza Dewar at the Carlton College, um, yeah. you know, you guys get up to some pretty pretty incredible things working within the club. And yeah. so that, that's the stuff that you should really be highlighting. Okay. All right. So um, I think it's still important to have, you know, some, you know, if you've got a, a like, I wouldn't say completely – throw away a voluntary work section. Like if you're doing some stuff with charities and other different things and that kind of adds, you know, that plays into uh, you as a, as a rounded person. Yeah. But in terms of voluntary work, such as what you're doing in these instances, I would change work history to experience and then move them up there. And then that means you can probably, um, uh, you know, take a couple of things off to make space for them, such as uh, what you've done at McDonald's and, and the Hoyts. Yeah. So I couldn't, like, would you say just, like, delete pretty much McDonald's, Hoyts, that's not really relevant at all, yeah. and I could just make more room for something else that's obviously the my voluntary work that I've done for experience. Yeah, exactly. And and what you just said there is the most important part, you know, relevancy to the job. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, so can you tell me a bit about those Carlton Football Club and Melbourne City Football Club uh, experiences? Yeah, um, yeah, I've wrote it down if that makes it easier for you to have a have a look at what I've done. Um, yeah. me go. Um, all right, so my basically for at Carlton, I've completed like over a hundred hours of work placement. So. Um, my key responsibilities, they're just listed there. So I did um, some fan engagement team with the AFL and AFLW games to ensure optimal supporter experience. Um, I've got experience using Arctics um, when I helped with the membership team through my placements. Mm. Um, I've done a, some controlled and updated scoreboards at the AFL practice matches. Um, and I did a bit of work with, like, the football analysis, but that's not really what I'm interested in. So I was more interested in like the, the business side of things, consumer business, memberships, fan engagement. Um, and yeah, so that's pretty much what I did with Carlton. And then I did um, at match day operations at the FFA Cup with um, the city and the community team 
at um, Melbourne City. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Like those. Those are fantastic experiences. Um, yeah. And great opportunities for you to show rather than tell. So, for example, uh, where you say use Arctics to process new memberships and input relevant information into a database, um, you could say something around there like, you know, contributed to the processing of, um, you know, 20,000 new memberships in season 2021, yeah. whatever it is. Like if you know the metrics and feel free to ask the people at the club, yeah. they'll be able to help you. Um, yeah what some of those metrics are and mm-hmm. if you've been, con- you've been able to contribute to a growth, then include that. But otherwise, you know, even, and, and I'm guessing memberships probably went backwards in, in 2020. Um, mm-hmm. e- even if it's still just a big number, like I don't know how many membership memberships does Carlton sell 50, 60,000 or. Yeah. They're at about 60,000. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they already reached their, their goal before the, end of 2020 which was good so i yeah. suppose that is something i could mention and yeah. write that down were, that, we, were, you, were you part of the 2021 campaign uh yeah yeah awesome well that's fantastic so then you can say like you're part of the membership team that hit its goal its 2021 membership goal before the end of 2020 yeah like that that's that's a great example of showing rather than telling yeah okay hmm. So yeah, you can you can basically. I wouldn't include every single dot point because you haven't got enough space yeah. to do that. But yeah. um, <laughs> if you can find a way to kind of you know bundle the really key ones, yeah, because a lot of things like you can kind of fit under the same bracket, such as you know sold raffle tickets, um, you know sold merchandise, um, media analysis. You know some of these things you can kind of just bundle under you know, provided logistical support on game day. And that can include a whole range of different things. Okay. Um, and that also, by doing that, you kind of uh, leave it to the person who's ready to make up their own mind about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because someone, you know, if you get into the nitty gritty and sometimes like the nature of sport means that the nitty gritty things you're doing can be a bit, novel at times um like if you told them i had to i had to clean the seats after the game like you know you're not gonna you're not gonna get to that point um Mm. you don't want them to know like kind of exactly what you're doing in that much detail but if you just say things like logistical support then that's just an umbrella term that you know sounds pretty sophisticated professional but covers a lot of bases okay Mm. Awesome. Um, so let's go back to your resume. Um, I'm just going to grab a tissue. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. No worries. Bless you. Thank you. I'm a bit sick today. Have a cold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit run down. Yeah. Um. <laughs> This is meeting number four of seven today, so it hasn't been a good oh, time. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of other details, uh, I think your references can be fleshed out. So mm-hmm. um, so particularly once you add Carlton Football Club and Melbourne City Football Club uh, to your yep. experiences, have a reference for each of them. Okay. Because that's going to be, you know, those are going to be your best experiences to talk about. 
So yeah. give them most space on the page and validate them each with a reference. Yeah. Some people will um some people will leave it blank and say, you know, references referees available upon request. Mm-hmm. I think that's a bit of a, a bit of a, a cop out. Like again, anyone could could leave that there. Like yeah. uh, I know uh, unfortunately there are people out there who do fabricate their their resume, but if you've got someone's name and email address and phone number next to it, you know, I'm gonna, you know, trust you that you haven't fabricated this because I can just call them up. Yeah. Um, even though, like, most of the time the reference won't be used. So, uh, yeah, give give those two experiences the most uh, time on the page. Validate them with a reference. Um, yeah. When you get down to your certificates, again, yeah. um, you know, think about, you know, the role you're going for and what's relevant to that, and that will allow you to um, keep it concise. So in some instances, you, you'll need a worker with children to check. In other instances, you won't. Um, but this is that's another space that, um, again, sometimes can be, um, you know, you know, a lot of those things can be a prerequisite to getting the job, but they won't win you the job. Yeah. And if you are the best person for the job, they'll find you a way to get that certificate even if you haven't got it. So, for yeah. example, if I was applying for a job that required me to have a driver's license and a working with children's check, but I had maxed out every bit of space on my resume with content that shows that I'm the best candidate for the role, I, I wouldn't include those two things even though they, you know, they're looking for someone with the driver's license and a working with children's check because I know that, they're not going to look at, they're not going to not take me through to an interview because of those two things. They know that, oh, we can get them fixed up or we'll find a way. Or he's probably got them, but we, you know, he just doesn't listen to them. What's more important is the experience that he's got in the past and the skills that he's got too. So, um, yeah, something to keep in mind when you're, when you're applying for jobs. But I think it's good to have like a master resume like this where you've got absolutely everything. And then you can mm-hmm. just pick the pieces that you need. Yeah. Okay. Um, your your LinkedIn link, uh, I think it's great that you've got it on there. Um, I'd encourage you to use the setting on LinkedIn that allows you to create a unique URL. Oh yeah, I saw that the other day. But because I applied for um, I applied for some jobs recently, I was like, oh, I wouldn't change it just in case, um, because otherwise the link will be different. But now I've gone through that process, so um, yeah, so I'll be updating that one. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um. Um. Other than that, I think it's um. It's in a pretty good spot for a, for a one-page resume. I, like I use a two-page template that allows a bit more space to talk about some of the relevant experiences. So um, if you feel like you're running out of space and you want to talk about more, uh, there is a template in the membership that you can you can access to. But I think for a one-page resume, this is, is, is really good. It looks clean. Um, I think, yeah, just making those tweaks around showing rather than telling finding yeah. numbers to back up your experience where you can and just keeping in mind you know that idea of what's relevant and what's not will um mm-hmm. will help you to you know make those adjustments yeah okay perfect 
Um, and in terms of applying for, because I wanted to apply for the the membership role at Collingwood, um, casual role. Uh, what would you say, like, because obviously I don't have much experience backing me up. I've just got my experience at Carlton with the memberships team. Like, what's something that you would suggest that could kind of help me, like, if I wasn't to get that role, like, for the next role, like, what what's good to kind of back me up? Yep. Um, well, to, uh, to get like that. Yeah. Well, like you say, you haven't got much experience. That that Carlton experience is is a great experience. So I, I, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't discount that at yeah. all. Um, I think um, you know, I think you've got good experience in Carlton, uh, good experience at Melbourne City. Um, are any of those continuing at the moment? Um, still the Carlton, the Carlton one is um, just because of COVID and like the, it was kind of cut short what we could do for placements. So still they're offering placements here and there. Um, but I've already completed my hours, but it's just kind of optional. If anything comes up, they let us know. Um, but it's not specifically within the membership team. It could be with anything like game day experience. Yeah. Okay. Thing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Keep, keep saying yes to that because that'll be yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Um, in terms of what, what can help you, um, uh, I think um, it's important to understand, you know, no matter where you're at with your experience, that, you know, your, your goal is to show how you meet the needs of an organisation. Mm-hmm. Like they're not hiring new people because they need new fans of the Collingwood Football Club. They need people who have got skills and can do a job. And your skills might not have been developed within sport. They might have been developed somewhere else, but they're still applicable to the job that they need being done. So from that angle, it all comes down to how well can you tell me that your skills are applicable to my job over here? And that might be from being a barista and a waitress for, you know, two or three years um, and getting that all that FaceTime and customer service experience. Or it might be yeah. from, from, you know, working in a sales job on the phone, you know, calling people about insurance every every day. Um, you know, though those things aren't specific to sport, but the skills are still transferable. So it just becomes about um, getting really clear on what skills you've got and how they relate to the job and then being able to c- convince those people that they are relevant to the job. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, one more thing, if you have time. I'm yeah, not sure. sure. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, do you mind? This is my letter that I wrote um, for when I went for the Carlton job. Yep. If you could just, like, skim through it, tell me um, is there something that you would, like not mention mm. yeah, or nothing. that type of thing. I don't know if you've got time, otherwise that's fine. That's um, right. Yeah. Five minutes. It, 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 yeah. Oh, yep. Just, okay. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Okay, cool. Um, first first thing, I'm, I'm just going to call things out as I read them. Um, to, work at a prof- yeah. <laughs> yeah. to work at a professional sporting club is my dream job and I would turn up every day being the best version of myself and live the card and fill them. Cool, cool, cool. Um, 
you are not separating yourself by by saying that. <laughs> like a, lo- yeah. a lot, of, a lot of people, you know, dream of working in a professional sporting club. So, for you, uh, and you've kind of touched on it in your resume so far. You know, you're motivated by making people happy and you know bringing a smile to people's face through your you know good customer service skills. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to explain to them that through a combination of your experience, skills, and character that you are the perfect combination to, to fit this job. Mm-hmm. So you want, you want to start by stating, you know, I believe I you know, have got the relevant experience to be an exceptional membership sales officer. Um, this is because the job matches my past experience, matches my future aspirations mm-hmm. and, and my character too. Um, and then you might say something like, you know, this is, this has been developed from, you know, my future aspirations of working in membership have stemmed from um, being an AFL member yourself and, you know, experiencing great joy going to the football. And so you want to be able to bring more people to the football and really value and understand the role of a membership sales officer in being able to help people, you know, just live a happy life by enjoying the football. So... Whatever it is that motivates you and gets you up, gets you going, I would use that as the way to sell yourself as the number one candidate. Okay. And then after that, um, there's I'd encourage you to watch the replay of um, the live job application that we did a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And in there, it'll give you a structure for the rest of it. Yeah. But basically, um, I'd it takes you through a process of um, dissecting the job description, finding out what it is that that uh, the organisation is truly looking for, and there'll be three or four key skill priorities that you need to be able to do and three or four character priorities that you need to be able to exemplify, and usually that's tied in with the club's values too. Yeah. And what you want to be able to do is show rather than tell how you meet all of them. So if, if they're asking for customer service experience then you show them how you as a as a waitress and barista um complete exceptional customer service and then you might also show something in there about the way that you do it and you've got to be really clever about it you'll show that the way that you complete customer service at the cafe is tied to one of the Carlton football club's values okay so you do that simply do that three to four times in different paragraphs, showing rather than telling how you meet the top three or four skills that you need that they want you to be able to do. Okay. And then yeah, interlace it with the with the values that they uh, want to see as well. So have have a look through that recording because um, I think okay. that'll provide you a lot of. Um, uh, guidance as, as to how to do that. But I think, yeah, from the start, show why this job is important to you yeah. and, and why you're, why you fit, um, fit the job in terms of your experience and your motivations. Mm-hmm. And then the body paragraphs after that become a sequence of using examples to show rather than tell how you've done it before. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Um, hopefully that's been helpful. If you've got any other questions, yeah, feel free feel free to, to message me. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, have a look through those resources. There'll be uh, more information that can help you there too. All right, perfect. I will thank you so much for for helping me out here. I really appreciate it. No worries. My pleasure. Enjoy the rest of your day, Amy. Thank you. You too. See you later. There you have it, guys. I hope you enjoyed that coaching call with Amy Huckin that led to her successful job at the Collingwood Football Club. If you want to join the membership and gain the same access to job opportunities and get a free 30-minute coaching call with myself as part of the membership, then jump onto the website and head to www.sportsgrad.com.au forward slash membership. Pick any of the options that suit you. And then use the discount code PODCAST10. That's caps lock PODCAST10. And you get 10% off the entirety of any of those. They are quarterly, annual, lifetime. Whichever one you choose, you'll get 10% off the total cost of that. So if you want to join our community and gain the same access to jobs and resources that our community are currently experiencing and leading to jobs such as Amy's at the Collingwood Football Club, then jump in that. There's also a link to that with the discount in our show notes. So make sure you check that out. Thanks again for listening. Catch you next time. Hey team, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please share it with your friends or your classmates who also have to figure out all of this sports career stuff. As you can see, this podcast is practically a masterclass and it's free. And you and your circles deserve to have it. So please share it far and wide. Finally, when you're ready to make sense of tackling jobs in sport, go check out the Sports Grad Method. This is an ebook I wrote based on eight years of trying to get into the sports industry and teaching others how to do it too. All of that is condensed down into a proven process to getting jobs in sport. If you're like me and enjoy things broken out into logical steps, then I think you're going to enjoy it. To get a hold of that, download it from www.sportsgrad.com.au. Thanks again for listening. Chat to you soon.